0: Hello, I'm Howard and welcome to a special 9320 review podcast. The show that will be attending a candlelit vigil for Casemiro at the toll gate at 6pm tonight before a solemn march to the ground. He will never walk alone. Anyway, we're looking back at the astonishing seven goal route of RB Leipzig. See City cruising to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. And to do so, I'm joined by a smorgasbord of podding talent. Always wanted to say that. From the ridiculous to the sublime. By which I mean the noisy neighbours and Asan. So, good morning, Asan. I'll start with you. How you doing?
1: Am I the ridiculous or the sublime? It's very look at the order
0: I did it, Asan. It's all perfectly clear. Okay, okay, (laughs) fine, fine.
1: I'm very good. I'm, I'm. I'll be really honest with you, I was supposed to wake up this morning and do tons of writing and I've done, well I've written, I've just written on social media about Nick Harris but other than that I've yep. really
0: not done very much. I've not done anything non-football related and it's 10 to 11 now so yes, but City duty sometimes is it not? So, Anyway, delighted to be joined by our very special guest Across the Pond God knows what time it is over there, morning Joe Across Joey. the ponds. Yeah, morning, how you doing? Yeah, not bad yourself? Good, yeah, just, you know, getting ready for work. Yeah, you're an early riser, anyway, what time is it at the moment? Uh, 5.49. Oh, God. The first one. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time out. No, thank pitch. you guys. Uh, and you agreed to do this before we won 7-0, so you were going to do it anyway, so. Mad for it.
2: Mad for it. Mulf, have it? Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm brilliant. I mean, uh you called the right guys in for this, you know. We love <laughs> when it comes to victory so laps. The that stands out
0: more than anything.
2: <laughs> when it comes to victory laps, we're uh, kind of the main guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shitowsery. She <does. laughs>
1: you know, when I when I when I asked you both, I, I genuinely I had the sense that the game goes one or two ways. Either we're going out in the Champions League, in which case I'll probably need you two to 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 counsel me through it, or we <laughs> will slap Red Bull, and it will be just hilarious and a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I have proven to be
0: correct somehow. Bang on. Yeah, uh, you two. Where did you watch the match then?
3: Uh, I watched from my construction trailer. Not <sighs> <Have> it. <laughs> Honestly, yes. though, like the the later the later kickoff kind of helped because. If it would have so it started at 3 p.m. here, if it would have started at 2 p.m. here, there's no chance I would have been able to watch it because of just some stuff that was going on at work. So later kickoff helped a little bit. I just I finished my stuff up and then just stayed there. And everybody else left. So whatever. I just got to sit in the trailer alone and scream. I didn't have to mess up anyone else's day. It was perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I went up so. to the to the, the pub where we watched with our supporters club. So yeah. it was good fun. But how many blues do you think were there? that um, well, was a midday, you know, work day. Probably ten or fifteen of us. That's nah, not bad, is it?
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. Good stuff. ASAN, of course, was probably the thirty-degree heat on a cafe d'bar or something. So. <laughs> right?
2: I did
1: consider. I did consider setting up the projector outside because the weather has been so glorious that it's really sitting in the garden outside. Weather. Um,
0: um, what a sentence! You know, just just Ash- like Manchester. That. Manchester had the weather yesterday. <laughs> yes.
1: It had all of the weather yesterday.
0: It had the all the weather. At one point, it had all the weather at the same time. I looked <laughs> out the window. It was sunny, snowing, and hailing at the same time. I was talking
3: to one of my friends, and I was like, imagine flying from Leipzig to Manchester to get snowed on and then watch your team get
0: pumped by seven. <laughs> well, I what don't think were coming time. here for the weather anyway. So
3: <laughs> True, but still, you're just like, oh, fuck. come on. This, you go? and then, you go, and then you, your back's blown out by Erling Haaland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were you out there, Howard? What's that, sir? Were you at the game? I was at the game, yes.
2: Oh, excellent. Yeah.
0: Wasn't that cold once the goals start going in? Warms you up, so... Yeah, just an average day in Manchester, so... Uh, just quickly, before we talk about the match, the US Champions League coverage, wanted well, to ask you two, uh, who does it, and is it as good as uh, people seem to say it is on their uh, on, on my Twitter timeline last night. I like it a lot.
3: Um, so CBS Paramount owns the rights to Champions League over here. Um, just like kind of everything, a lot of it is streaming now. But so the the main presenter is Kate Abdo.
0: Yeah, she's bright oh. and.
3: I mean, she's one of the best presenters. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say. If anyone can present, four. <laughs> uh,
2: Multilingual.
3: That's Just what I was going for. The four yeah. is about the presenters, <laughs> and then it's uh, Thierry Henry, Jamie Carragher, and Micah Richards in the uh, in the studio. And they're fun. They're good. Uh, Micah is a trip. And then it's Carragher
0: less Scouse then when he's on American
2: TV. No, no,
3: same Scouse, but Micah and Thierry usually put him in his place. So it's like they they all have different <laughs> digs they can get at each other. So it's it, it all works out pretty
0: good. Brilliant! I like it a lot. Yeah, there's some good clips on Twitter last night, wasn't that? I, think, I assume it was them interviewing uh, early Harland afterwards. Oh wow, well. yeah. so
2: good stuff. He's but a superstar, man. Ma- Mike, got like
3: announced, uh, like they, whoever was doing the because they were in Manchester yesterday. Whoever was doing the thing there, the ladies like going down the panel, like you know, here's. Ree um in his four trips to the Etihad, he's never scored a goal. Uh, here's Jamie Carragher, in his four trips to the Etihad, he like or whatever many trips it was, he had like never won a match there or something. Um, and then it was like Michael Richards, uh, FA Cup winner, League Cup winner, Premier League winner, made his name in the stadium. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude!
2: <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, There's good banter between that lot. Yeah, it looks good.
0: But, I mean, I, I miss the BT stuff because if I'm at a match, but, yeah. <laughs> let's just say the past record has not been the best for BT sports. <laughs> anyway, right, let's get to the match. It's not as if we uh, want to avoid talking about the match after all. Right, clear your minds, everyone. Hey, San, I'll start with you. Forget everything that follows. Forget the match itself. When you saw that line up... honest now what did you think
1: so I didn't really mind John Stones at right back I'm going to start with that I think that um uh, the Kyle Walker thing it a little bit it is what it is but I I hold the opinion that Kyle Walker doesn't play for Everton or Southampton he plays for Man City and and there are standards that have to be upheld and there's a lot of young players in the squad and the manner in which he behaved last weekend, if Pep has chosen to take him out of the team to punish him, I'm perfectly okay with that. So that didn't really bother me. The, all the midfielders thing, no Foden, no Mares. I did a spaces with Stefan and Lloyd last night, and I said, look, decisions like that on Champions League nights, they're binary. If you win the game, you've indicated you're a tactical genius. And if you lose the game, you go out of the Champions League, well, then you overthought it. So I personally didn't love it because I wasn't sure what sort of performance we'd get with that collection of players. But then I should trust Pep a bit more.
0: Yeah, one of those, until the game starts, you don't know what you're getting, do you? No. Uh, Mulv? I have more info than the Twitter guys. Oh
2: wow! Yeah, not, not uh, my words. Not snap, well, hello, man,
1: dude. It's just firing shots like every chance he gets in the last couple of months. <laughs> it's just like those Twitter people.
2: He's hello, on there, Pep, by the way.
0: He's on there yeah, four I'm hours happy. a day, and uh, of course he is. as soon as training I'm, finishes, I'm
1: convinced they pay somebody full time. To deliver to Pep uh, a daily report on what's been said on social media because that's the only way he can be so quickly clued into
0: exactly what is being said. That'd be a great job. That
2: <laughs> he's <laughs> been, he's you won't see advertised,
0: else. but it is available. It? Yeah,
2: he's been something else this season, and yes. what he's been, you know, publicly saying, how Kennedy's been amazing. I definitely feel seen by this guy. He's, uh I mean, it's only, cut in promos, only amount dude. of time before he goes <laughs> a full mustache. So. <laughs> <laughs> um on the on the lineup just quickly, um I was I was convinced he was gonna try to get all of uh, the midfielders in. I didn't think it would be in that particular formation. I thought maybe Bernardo at left back was gonna be the answer. But he was definitely going to get Gundo uh, Bernardo and KDB all on the pitch at the same time. I just didn't know how. Um no I I wasn't disappointed really in the lineup. Um I think my my shock was I think we were all convinced Marez was being saved for this. Mm. Um but he didn't get out there so but other than other than that um yeah I was I was comfortable with it. Um yeah. Joey Joey yeah I mean Marez all followed
0: and we're like oh it's a difficult on this neither starts.
3: Yeah. Yeah, weird one. Um I think once I had kind of worked it out in my brain, I was was okay with it just because I was like, all right, well, Bernardo's probably going to play in the wing. We haven't seen that in a while. Uh, He'll run all over the place. That's sick. Uh, Holland I was good with. But my only worry was that Pep was trying to go too much control, and Mm. I've been pretty anti that for a while now. Um, So I guess that was my only kind of concern, but, you know didn't take long for me to get proven completely wrong about that so you know can't really complain too much it was it was the the back four though i am not sure we see Kyle Walker again really um At all I, I, I mean i don't know man like what do you
0: mm. i think there's i think what's, what's the
3: mind. what what's the right move there you know like
0: well he's punished him a bit i think that it's kind of done now so Burnley the FA Cup, I, I would expect him to start in that, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but I would argue the problem that Kyle Walker has is that John Stones played the Rico Lewis role last yeah. night Yeah, better than Rico Lewis, and yeah. he's defensively... So Stones has got the athleticism, the physicality, the defensive attributes that Walker has, but he can play the Rico Lewis midfield ghost midfielder role Mm -hmm. as well as lewis can play it and almost everything that was good about last night is what pep has been trying to get to this idea of three and two the idea that you know you can you can use all of your attackers to overload the team because one of your defenders is going to stand next to rodri and basically be another centre midfield player. And the truth is that both Cancelo and Walker, for me, have never looked like midfielders when they've played those roles. They've looked like full-backs trying to play in midfield. Stones last night, and I've never seen him play it that well, but Stones last night looked like... Honestly, to me, it looked like he'd learned from Rico Lewis. He was making the movements and making the, the choices of pass, and just everything was... I, it's
0: going i agree it's going to be a struggle for walker hmm. but that it might be why Burnley's is the right game for him yeah i don't know yeah because yeah. it's an fa cup match but with international break called- coming up we don't have to worry about Managing the squad in that respect for the Burnley game. No, so but we do. Knows... We do
1: have the one thing I would say is that we come straight back to Liverpool at home in the early mm-hmm. kickoff, and I'm already my mind. at the full time whistle last night, it didn't go to Burnley. It went straight to the Scousers after the international break at the Etihad, early kickoff. What does he do? Yeah, what's the what's the curveball that he throws, or does he not throw a curveball? Does he more or less go well? I now know what my back five is gonna be for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and then it's just about what goes in front of that.
0: Uh Jerry, I'll ask you just we're not doing many uh not gonna be down on this podcast, obviously. Just one very quick small negative though. Does it feel like when you're playing four centre house and Amy Laporte's still not in the side that we're seeing the end of his time at the club?
3: Yeah, I think so. But it's, I don't I don't know if that's news really. Um I think it always kind of felt like Like, once Akanji came in and we progressed through the season and Ake continued to play how he is, Laporte kind of always seemed like the odd man out to me. Um, Stones isn't going anywhere. Uh, Diaz isn't going anywhere. And the the intangibles that Diaz has um, are just too good. Akanji's been great. Ake's been great. And then Laporte, mm-hmm. It, it just never seemed like, at least this season, that Pep could figure out the right partner for him when he was healthy. And as he's not athletic enough to play the left-back position the way we need it, I don't think. So kind of always seemed like he was the one that was going to go. Mm.
0: Indeed, because when we did the preview, we didn't even probably mention his name <laughs> and we're trying to pick the side, which is mm-hmm. kind of sums it up. Right, uh, more let's get to the match itself. Yeah. Okay. on this podcast we always like you know in the first 10 minutes what you're getting with city a lot of the time said it a hundred a thousand times and i'm glad to say it felt that way with this game it felt immediately that city were up for this the shape worked did it feel good from the start for you this game thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show